the tech news is back because Christmas is ho ho hover. That's, that's it, that's how we're starting. The rumored RTX 40 series supercards are all but confirmed for a CES 2024 announcement after the internet sprouted more leaks than an English garden. That's what they call a yard. I like to call it a yard, yeah? Reliable leaker Momomo underscore us got up bright and early Christmas morning to send us convincing renders of an Asus 4070 Super. After that, Various retailers listed multiple MSI 4070 Super and 4070 Ti supercards just before the Eurasian Economic Commission leaked over 30 upcoming models from Gigabyte. The cat's not just out of the bag, it's angry about being trapped in that bag, and it's taking it out on the sectional. Really, the only thing we don't know about these cards are their prices, so a CES announcement could be Nvidia's chance to redeem its abysmal price to performance this GPU generation by readjusting the ratio for some of the company's worst offenders. I mean, it's great that the 4070 Ti Super will reportedly have more VRAM, CUDA cores, and memory bus width than its uncaped version, but if it's not competitively price compared to, say, AMD's RX 7900 XT, who's going to care? Maybe Jensen Huang's mom? I hear she's very supportive. Likewise, the 4070 non-TI Super needs to compete with the 7800 XT's roughly $550 price tag, and the 4080 Super, well, apparently it's barely different than the normal 4080, but if Nvidia simply keeps the price the same, at this point I'll give them a gold star. I mean, A for effort. <laughs> they tried. <laughs> you did okay, kid. And no other GPUs were leaked today, is what I would say if the Eurasian Economic Commission didn't also post listings for three unannounced AMD Radeon cards. One of which is the previously rumored RX 7600 XT, said to debut late next month. Notably, however, there will not be an AMD reference model according to both video cards and Taiwanese outlet Benchlife. But it's likely there will be both a 10 gigabyte and 12 gigabyte versions of the 7600 XT, according to earlier leaks from September and also from the Eurasian Economic Commission, by the way, they just can't seem to catch a break. Can't you find a Dutch boy to stick their thumb in this thing? <laughs> <laughs> different, different commission, different commission. Now, as stated up top, there were two other unannounced Radeon cards listed by a certain economic commission. <laughs> Not naming names. A 7600 non-XT and a 7800 non-XT were also both mentioned, but don't get too excited. Benchlife sources say there are no plans for any 7700 slash 7800 non-XTs right now. The 7800 is probably the least likely since there is only a $50 pricing difference between the 7700 XT and the 7800 XT, so it'd be hard to fit a card in there. like putting a wiener in an uncut bun. Compare that to the $200 separation betwixt the 7600 and the 7700 XT. Maybe there's enough room for two cards in there, but it'd be tighter than my pants after turkey dinner. Yesterday, Nvidia officially launched the China exclusive 4090D, the cut down version of the 4090 non-D, stands for D's nuts. <laughs> Meant to comply with the US export restrictions. It's kind of like the 4090 non-D post-circumcision. And since it's launched, we now have access to a full breakdown of the D's specs, thanks to Nvidia's Chinese website. While the 4090D features the same boost clock as the unlettered version, its base clock has increased from about 2.24 gigahertz to 2.28. However, that's the only number that go up. Poor little D's TDP is 25 watts lower than its older brother, but why would it need that power? Massive cuts were made to the card's core counts. It only has 14,000 
592 cores and 456 tensor cores. Compare that to the 16,384 cores and 512 tensor cores on the original. Look at how they massacred my boy. The card costs more than 1800 US dollars because of course it does, but it's going to sell. Demand in China is so high, is enough and they can't refuse. I like the Godfather. Now it's time for Quick Bits, brought to you by AnyDesk, makers of the eponymous remote desktop application that works for Windows, Mac, Linux, iOS, Android, Chrome OS, and even Raspberry Pi. AnyDesk, the application, is great for personal or work use and features a low latency platform, giving you more control and higher speeds. AnyDesk, the company, provides extensive support, including onboarding for your business, so you don't have to do it. Why would you want to teach Susan from accounting? Want enterprise features? You're in luck. The app has SSO, a customizable client, collaboration tools, and more. Learn how much more by checking out AnyDesk, both of them, at the link below. During the off-season, Santa's elves work in the back, making quick bits. Occasionally, they perform the odd back alley root canal, but we don't like to judge. They have dreams. Last week, Microsoft launched its new Android app, Copilot, making this their second AI chatbot app, the third official chatbot app based on OpenAI's GPT models, and about the billionth Microsoft product called Copilot. The revamped interface proclaims Copilot in large, bold letters, followed by a tiny faint with Bing underneath. With Bing. It seems that on some level, Microsoft has accepted that we're never going to accept Bing as our real dad and has decided to introduce us to their new boyfriend, Copilot, who's just Bing wearing glasses and a fake mustache. Hello, it is me, Copilot. I am different man. <laughs> Russian security firm Kaspersky has announced the discovery of a previously unknown and since patched vulnerability in all Apple hardware. The exploit, known as Operation Triangulation, uses a malicious iMessage attachment that takes over the device without ever being clicked on. It then transmits microphone recordings, photos, geolocation, and other sensitive data to attacker-controlled servers. Ironically, part of Kaspersky's drive to find this exploit is that it's been used against them repeatedly over the last four years. Hello, my name is Amigo Kaspersky. You hacked my iPhone. Prepare to die. I want my iMessage back, you son of a bitch. <laughs> In two weeks, LG will be officially debuting a small, two-legged AI robot with a permanently shell-shocked expression intended to act as a home assistant, a pet sitter, and a home security guard. The bot will be able to recognize objects, pets, people, and even facial expressions, like disappointment. Something you'll feel when your new security droid catches your dog pooping on the carpet, but has no way to intervene because LG never gave it hands. Why have I been cursed? I can only watch! <laughs> According to NBC News, an American intelligence assessment has found that the Chinese spy balloon slash perfectly innocent meteorological device from earlier this year was using an American internet provider for data transmission. The unnamed ISP has apparently denied these allegations, quote, based on its own investigation and discussions it had with US officials. I don't understand. Why would an ISP want to be associated with a scientific study undertaken by a totally normal weather balloon? And researchers are spying on beavers from space to save California from droughts. I just really wanted to emphasize that. Beaver scientists have been working with Google engineer. I love saying beaver scientists. <laughs> beaver scientists have been working with Google engineers for several years now to train a neural network to find beaver habitats and dams in satellite imagery. I never 
you beavers is gonna be scientists? <laughs> because beavers naturally provide important ecological services like water storage and fire prevention, this information can help guide the reintroduction of beavers in places like California, whose two main exports are currently almonds and smoke. And you'll look smoking hot if you come back on Monday for more Techland. I mean, you're also pretty hot today, but Monday just hits different. <laughs>